0: But everybody, welcome to the Eric Anders Lang Show. I uh, happy Monday, and uh, if you like golf, it's obviously a happy Monday already. Not too hard to uh, see what the big deal is. Obviously, we have a winner. We have a winner, and you know, I tweeted yesterday. It was the first time I've ever seen Tiger Woods win a major. So, how exciting is that? Was that the same for you? I'm realizing now that I am part of a new generation, right? That is not really watching when Tiger won his last major in two thousand and eight. Eleven years ago, the US Open. I was twenty-seven. It was three years before I was ever try golf, so I did not give any frijoles about the game of golf. So I definitely wasn't watching the US Open live. I have seen the highlights, obviously, when he's wearing the gray. Uh, beautiful sweater vest with the uh, gray pants it's an off-white beige look I'm sorry a um, off-white kind of slate gray look uh, we can talk about golf fashion obviously I'm very excited to uh, report super generally that I'm working on a fashion show for golf. And that's about all I can say. I can't tell you the time or what air network it's going to be on or how long it's going to be, but I can tell you that it's going to be amazing. And if anyone's asking out there what kind of pants I wear, the answer is it doesn't matter. What matters is that I get them tailored. You can get any pair of pants that's cool. I obviously wear G4, Link Soul. Uh, I haven't gotten a pair of Lululemons yet, but they seem to be pretty good. Adidas makes good pants. Um, Nike makes good pants. Who else? I mean, everybody makes good pants. The truth is, it is important to get them tailored. So, but anyway, the fashion show. Anyway, I was going to say that all the players this weekend were looking good. Tiger with the mock tee. See, I don't really care about the mock tee because I wasn't there for the first one. And again, this goes back to me not really being able to take part in Tiger's success as a major winner because I didn't experience any of them. So Sunday was a big, big deal in my career as a golf fan, and watching that happen, and watching him just stay patient, and just succeed slowly, as the others basically failed, he succeeded essentially by not failing, right, I mean, he made some birdies, right, but his patience, and his ability to take a par, or in some cases, like on 18, take a bogey, um, on 12, take a par, 11, take a par, I mean, you know, he just, he just went through patience, Um, obviously skill, a big part of that. None of those shots could I have hit, but, um, feeling once it was over that I was now part of the actual clan and being able to come full circle with where I was at a year ago when I had Craig T. Nelson on the pod and we talked a lot about my history of watching Tiger Woods and not feeling like I could be a fan because of the way he lived his personal life and Craig basically saying, yo, none of your business, move on. So I tried to do that, and I think I did. Uh, I mean, I was just overjoyed to see him win, and I, I will say, I cried. I mean, but any, I know some of you sent me messages about that whole thing, but I mean, I was, I was on the Tiger train at East I, I'm happy to see anybody win that I, that is interesting, and and Tiger is perhaps the most interesting golfer out there because he's multifaceted and he has aspects of all of us. Where none of us are all good, and if you are, I don't believe you, or I don't really want to be friends with you. I'd rather be some friends with someone who's a little bit in between on both, right? I mean, I have a very dark sense of humor that shouldn't be much of a surprise. So, you know, when I look at why we do what we do, you know, Tiger fits into all of that. Um, so anyway, very excited to watch yesterday To have been a part of the Masters this year, both personally and from a media perspective, just going there. The interesting thing this year was to go there, for me, wasn't really just about... um, It wasn't totally new, right? Like Some of it was old. It was strange to come back to the grounds there and see a memory now. Because the first time I went, it was brand new. The second time I went, it was brand new because I was in the media center and because I played but this year I've experienced almost you know more than most people are ever going to experience at Augusta right I've, I've, I've been as a fan I've been as an employee and I've been as a golfer what else is there to do I mean you could be a member or you could be in the tournament I guess you could be a volunteer um but it's been so wonderful to have had this educational experience. And I talked about this a bit with Alex on Thursday's pod. Um, if you want more master stuff, go back and listen to last year's pod where I actually got the chance to play like Christian Hafer is going to do today. Can't tell you how excited I am for him. Um, you know, but uh, anyway, I think, I think that uh, it's just such an incredible, incredible story that we get to live once a year, and I'm already looking forward to it for next year. I I can't tell you uh, how excited I am. I mean, I am just so excited for this. Anyway, um, very exciting. Did you cry? I wanted to, but I didn't. I definitely thought about it. but just so excited to see how he reacted, you know, and just see the entire golf world behave more or less in disbelief. Um, it was almost like we watched our, you know, drug addict friend uh, get a year sober. So proud. All golf fans were proud of Tiger because we knew he could do it. And um, that's a hot take, but <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I mean, it came from me. Um I, uh, I'm feeling a little light. I don't have, I don't have much to say. Uh, I I had a really personal week. You know, I spent a lot of time internally, um, enjoying the golf down there at Augusta and, and really just having a great time. I obviously did some work. Um, you know, Augusta and the masters is kind of the, the, um, uh, the, uh, hub, if you will, for golf industry people. And so a lot of meetings happen, Um, but you know, ultimately played a lot of really great golf courses, played great. Um, and my team was all down there. We've got a lot of great videos coming out soon. So much great content coming out. I can't even get over it, but, uh, but you know, I just, I just really wanted to check in and, um, you know, I will say as I travel more and more. I do want to do more of the check-ins because I I do prefer that. Um, Sometimes I come into the check-in right now. I feel like I'm done and I'm seven minutes in. I don't know why I don't feel like I have anything to say right now. I'll be actually honest. I did another. This is the first time I've ever recorded two. uh, I, I was recording an episode and I scratched it and then I started over. I was six minutes in and I realized I was getting too personal. So I cut it. And now I'm starting over, trying to keep it general. So there you go. Hopefully, I don't accidentally upload both pods. Uh, they're basically the same, but I was just going into. I just started to talk about how I'm stressed, and I realized you don't fucking care if I'm stressed. I, I cursed. I'm trying. I'm trying not to curse. But yeah, no, I'm just. I'm just a little stressed, and I'm. I'm not trying to make a big deal out of it. You know, everything's great. I have a dream job, dream life. I'm so happy. But uh, as we grow as the company grows, so does, uh, you know what they say, mo money, mo problems. Uh, no, it's, it's all good. It's just like, there are parts that I'm like, uh, that's not working for me. That's not working for me. So, you know, like I said, it's all good. It's great. I, but yeah, you know, and I don't want to take up your time, you know, trying to, trying to complain to you about how great it all is it's so great i fucking hate this shit no that's not what it is it's just like anyway the reason why i deleted that one is because i didn't want to talk about it so stop asking me okay i'm gonna go into a listener question here hi eric i was fortunate enough to play wilshire this week that's great i have no idea when this was oh this is from november 8th are you kidding me i feel like i've read this already if it's from November 8th, I must have read this already. Uh, well, if I have, maybe you haven't listened to it because it was almost six months ago. Uh, I was fortunate to play Wilshire this week. It was great. Other than the greens being punched, I think I got the full Wilshire experience. Great caddy, great golf. Punching bag guy on 11. Hogan, aim at the L story on 9. My main question is this. I grew up relatively poor and playing a lot of public golf after joining the golf team and getting the discounts. I've been pretty fortunate since th- and have gotten to the point where I have a membership at a relatively prestigious course, bottom end of some top 100s. I joined because I love playing golf, not for the chance to meet Dr. Jim or for the pan-seared snapper or the Easter egg hunt. So when I get there, I feel this compulsion that I need to be somebody. How do I get over this so I can just walk in with a clear mind and not second guess if I should be doing X or looking like Y? I'll obviously follow the rules of the club and be a good member, but those thoughts are always just in the back of my head. And that's a good question. Um, I mean, comfort at a private club is something that took a long time for me, and I realized that... You know, it's actually funny because when we were playing at Palmetto this weekend, I'm sorry, when we were playing at Champions Retreat this weekend, I realized I'm totally at ease almost at any club and that is priceless. And I think the reason why is because I was lucky enough to have the experience of being a member at a private club and paying my own dues. And, um, you know, before I quit in the the fall, um, I think that was a valuable life lesson in the culture of golf so that I could know what that's like. You know, because it's almost like if you're looking to me to comment on golf, you you kind of I need to have known a little bit about most parts of golf. So, in a sense, playing Augusta, I'm sorry I keep bringing it up, but I'm really proud of it, even though it has nothing to do with me. Mm. Sorry, I got to stay hydrated. I'm up here in Denver visiting the family, and it's very dry. It's a high desert. You have to stay hydrated. And anyway, I. Uh, I'm gonna take a quick break. I'm gonna get back to this country club question. It's gonna be a short pot. I'm sorry. I'm. It's. It's an. I gotta take the week off. I'm just gonna. I'm going to band in with with, uh, with the with the friends over there with Alex and Jeff and Ash. So you know, it's gonna be a chill week. A couple of days in the office. We're gonna do a quick ad. Then I'm gonna get back to this brilliant question, and uh, you know, we'll we'll be we'll be done here in a couple of minutes. So just you know, don't worry about it. All right everybody got a quick word here from Precision Pro Golf. The makers of award-winning golf rangefinders is offering their best deal of the year exclusively to listeners of the Eric Anders Lang Show. That's right. My listeners, you, literally you if you're listening to this right now, I'm talking to you at you on behalf of you no, on behalf of Precision Pro, but but I'm speaking to you with my voice, as you can tell. Back to the script. My listeners are getting the absolute best deal on the rangefinder that my golf spy said is the best value rangefinder on the market. So right now, the NX7 Pro Slope Rangefinder is on sale for $40 off in celebration of a certain golf tournament in Augusta, Georgia, which I am actually mere minutes away from. But it's even better for my listeners. Check it out. Because you're going to get the Precision Pro, and you're going to get $10 extra off If you type in uh, Eric at the promo code is E-R-I-K. So that's $50 off. So if you do the math, which some of you are good at, I know. Some of you are not. I also know that. So by that math, that means that our listeners can get the NX7 Pro Slope for $50 off at PrecisionProGolf.com. I did already do that math for you. So that was a bit of a... I kind of did the work for you there. Sorry. It's the beginning of the golf season for most of the country. And now is the perfect time to add a rangefinder to your bag. Um, Personally... I've been using the NX7 Pro Slope for a while now. Um, it's kind of nice because you can tap it and then it just finds the stick. You can also use it on bunkers or trees, which obviously both of the things you do not want to hit. So in that case, you're trying to avoid those obstacles. So hit it longer or shorter than the number that the NX7 Pro Slope gives you. Obviously, that's course management. That's not uh, that's not where we, we don't really get into that topic very much. But anyway, the NX7 Pro Slope comes with the industry-leading precision care package, That includes, check this out. This is actually the best deal. It includes free lifetime battery replacement services, a two-year warranty, and all the features that golfers want, like slope-adjusted yardages and pulse vibration to let you know when you hit the flag. Go to PrecisionProGolf.com to add the best rangefinder to your bag today. Swing with confidence, hit more greens with Precision Pro Golf. All right, folks. You know... My favorite golf shoe, don't you? I think you do. It's three-stripe life, y'all, and that means Adidas. Um, And so anyway, I just wanted to tell you that when I'm I'm a big fan of the Tor 360, obviously, and uh, they've made a huge update to the Tor 360, and uh, the two letters that it's concerned with are the letters X and T, okay? The Tor 360 XT changes the game, okay? It's lighter. So your feet feel even better after a round. By the way, a light golf shoe is what I'm all about. A heavy. There are some other companies making heavy golf shoes. And I'm just like, by the way, I weigh enough. There's enough going on. I'm carrying a golf bag. I'm carrying my team. Um... Tor XT changes the game it's lighter so your feet feel even better after a round, and it still features that boost y'all do you know where boost comes from it and boost is cool because it only comes in black and white I don't know if you noticed that and actually they the guy who made boost like was going to bring it to some other you know they, they were shopping it around and everyone else said no adidas was like I'll take that boost even though it's only black and white and what did adidas do with it they made it awesome I'm looking at boost right now on my feet Boost on my feet. Uh, And it has an X shaped traction system that gives you insane stability. Literally, it's not sane. It's literally crazy. Your feet will literally be like, I'm crazy. Best part, it comes in spikeless. Ooh, that's tight. The first spikeless ever in the history of the Tour 360. Crazy, comfortable, and perfect for the course. Get your pair at Adidas.com. Thank me later. Follow Adidas Golf for all the latest and greatest. That's all true statements right there. Check it out. Go support Adidas because they're a good company, good people. I like it. Hey, Sklar Brothers here, Randy and Jason, and we have a couple of podcasts. If you you know them or you don't know them, check them out. We do View from the Cheap Seats, which is sports and comedy, and we have a podcast called Dumb People Town where we break down stupid behavior done by stupid people in this stupid world of ours. It is hilarious. Check them both out. And now, check out this podcast. All right. How bad was those ads? They weren't that bad. Um And so anyway, being a, being a member of the private club for me, was important because I really got to see a little bit of the inner workings of, you know, of, of what golf is or what I think golf is or what you think golf is or what, what, what the outsiders, what non-golfers think golf is, you know? And so, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, you, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna find, I think that when you can walk into the club and feel totally comfortable, then you can also walk out of the club and feel totally comfortable and that was a big learning point for me in a way feeling like I could quit the club was almost like full circle, you know, feeling like I didn't need to be there. That for me was the lesson I needed to learn from just being there because it took me a long time to feel comfortable there. Long time, years, years, years. Because I like you, I mean, I didn't grow up in a poor family per se, but I didn't grow up in a rich family. I grew up in a middle class family and, um, you know, we had a Volkswagen bug, we had a nice nice stuff, you know, my dad got the Bose CD player, and he was really psyched about it, you know, that's what he worked for, Um, you know, but, but uh, you know, we didn't travel a ton, and when we did, it was like road trips and stuff, and camping, so, you know, I wasn't, no idea what a private club was like, never, never went, never knew, so, going on my own was a real big learning experience it was it was scary to be honest with you and i was telling someone today that i when i first got to golf i thought it was all private and that the only thing i was going to do in the game of golf was play um was was like hit balls at the driving range and then i would and then i would just go play a private club twice a year or something i didn't i had no idea there were public courses so anyway um You'll, you'll hit your stride. You'll find it. You'll find it. You just, you know, you just got to f- know what the rules are and then just feel like you belong. I mean, that's a big part of it. Feeling like you belong, that's that's kind of the hardest one, you know, and that, and that kind of comes anywhere, you know. And I think that's what I was getting at about the Augusta thing, Like like showing up this year is like I felt like I belonged, you know, like I felt like I was supposed to be there. And this is the third year now of being there and i definitely felt like i was supposed to be there and it was really nice to go with alexandra she obviously had never been and it was re- it made it really fun you know um and uh so that'll be exciting going to and to do that same thing um all right, hang on a second all right i uh i dug back into the vault here a few weeks ago i asked some questions to y'all um, oh, you know what's cool is Golf Khakis, I don't know, it's an Instagram account that I think I met at Augusta this week. I'm reading their question right now. What to say after your playing partner shanks one but is actually very angry? Do we stay silent? Always thought that's the best play. Ha ha. I'm just going to text him, answered uh, today. Um, here's the thing. So that's an interesting question, and um, you know, I think that comes up a lot. Uh, is is Rule 17B. Do you know what Rule 17B is? Sir! Mm. Rule 17B very clearly states laugh at the bad ones, okay? Here's the problem. Um, if you've ever been in a fight with your significant other, I'm not talking about a dog, I'm talking about a person, and if you've ever been in a fight with them, you know you can't, crack a joke until they're actually ready to hear the joke, or else you just look like a jerk. So what you got to do is gauge it. You got to gauge when they return to having a sense of humor. Now, if you kind of want to be snide, you can just make jokes. It might put them further off. It depends on how well you know them. But this is one of the things that I like about RGC. Uh, Random Golf Club, obviously, not only does it have a set of rules Rule 17B most importantly, laugh at the bad ones, but it also has a set of realities, which is that when you play golf with 17 people on one hole, you will laugh at the shank. So, you know, that's a big part of it. I think setting it up, and, and maybe you, you know, um, you know, I, I think the way to do it is you don't stay silent. I think the safe bet is, huh? Well. I hope you weren't playing I thought you weren't planning on that shot or something you know I mean you can, I think spontaneous humor is one of the most interesting parts of living so look for those as moments to exercise that opportunity to be funny in the moment and exactly who you are and true to that uh, if you do offend somebody with your sense of humor I think an apology can work, but if someone's ultimately very upset at themselves, then you know they're probably not a good golf partner, the truth is. And you could let them know that too, and then maybe they'd prefer to play alone, which would ultimately be very sad, but you wouldn't be sad because you'd be playing with somebody else who can abide by Rule 17b. Because ultimately, I don't really want to play in a pro am with Tiger Woods, I don't, I might, I mean, I have not with Tiger, but played another other programs, and they suck. They are not fun. I'll do it because it's my job, and I'm interested in doing my job and reporting back to you and making things seem fun, even when, honestly, a round of golf that's six and a half hours where every shot counts isn't fun to me. It's not fun. I'm not complaining. Well, my job is fun, and that's how I have fun, but I would much rather prefer to play two rounds in six hours. Um, let's see if I can find some more questions. Best clubhouse food in in Georgia. I had fried saltines. They were like fried with butter. They were so good. Um, question from Casey J. Hall, who got a little bit cute with some other questions um do you still get as excited for the masters and going to augusta knowing you've already played the course and the possibility of never playing again but knowing you you'll probably get on there again (laughs) ha good one no i didn't get on there again because i have to wait eight years but i'm down to play with a member um i i mean i think i mentioned in the beginning you know I, i do absolutely get excited i mean for me it's about taking part in what the golf community describes as a whole as a pilgrimage, as a group experience, as a holiday, as a story that we tell ourselves and have been now for some 80, 70 years like that. You know, so absolutely, absolutely I get excited. And I would say actually it's the, if anything, I get more excited. I love it even more. I care more about it now. It's not about the possibility of playing it. That's a one shot. I don't need to play it again. I literally don't need to play it again. I would take a lot of things over playing it again. And it's not because I don't respect the course. I mean, trust me, I would love to play it again and drill it. I'd like to go there with my draw. Just go drill it up the right side on every hole. I feel like I could have, you know, nine iron in and off so many T's. Granted, I'm playing the member T's, but, you know, who cares? Nobody cares. Nobody asks. Uh, Brad Galvin, uh, he says, my pregnant wife, my dad who's having a milestone birthday, my godfather and I are all going to Augusta for the first time for Wednesday's practice round. Other than photos and merch, how's best to capture this bucket list moment? How can you truly take it all in? Well, I hope you got enough. Uh, I hope you got that, uh, Brad. I don't know. But I mean, the way you do it is you just talk about it. You just remember it. Don't get hammered. I mean, get hammered if you want. I don't care, do whatever you want. But I would imagine you wanna be present for each moment as it happens um but yeah you know take a lot of photos meet a lot of people i mean it's over now you already did it let me know follow up with me tell me how the time was tell me if you have a story um update don't send it to me in the dms because i just haven't i can't go through there just it's just too many beautiful wonderful messages that i can't read it's a little bit easier for me to read if you put it in the comments of a photo i know it's kind of non-sequitur but i just have a hard time going through there i i don't have enough time in the week to even respond to some emails that are you know work related so i apologize if you notice that you haven't gotten a message back it's not personal it's just that i just don't have time um all right i'm scrolling through some more comments um aside from living the dream all right m bertrand 13 michael um and earning a living in golf what is the most rewarding result from all your recent success Um, well, I'd say, um, meeting someone and spending time with them and getting to know them and, and, and having them, uh, impact my life in a positive way. And, um, you know, we, I think, I think we look to other people to change us and golf has brought me so many people. But obviously, in particular, um, you know, are our people that we um, that we choose to spend most of our time with. Right. Um, That's that's kind of the life decisions, the bigger the bigger decisions of our lives. And those of you that are, you know, married or, you know, have kids or, you know, all those things. You know, that's already there, Um, you know, so so. That's a result for me of my life in golf is that, is that new uh, experience for me. And I'm being as cryptic as possible, if you couldn't tell. Um, but the point is that, is, that is, for me, a tremendously inspiring and uh, special Aspect to my life, and and I put it in a message earlier, and I wrote uh, something like uh, the highlight, the highlight of my life. That's where I'm at right now. Highlights not in my head, guy. Stop. All right, I'm get. You know what? I'm tired. Look, I'm gonna keep it short today. But is it better than just doing one podcast a week? I doing two. It's a lot. And I'm not trying to complain again. I'm just saying that we do one on Thursday and one on Monday. And sometimes the Monday one's kind of light because I'm on the road. I got the mics. I, the memory card was full when I put it in here, so I had to download it. It took 20 minutes. And then I'm late, and I got to go to the airport because I got to fly back to Los Angeles. Welcome to Los Angeles. I'm very excited. hmm I can't wait to get home to L.A., get in my car, see my dog. I said that out of order. I can't wait to see my dog and get in my car, go to the office. I haven't hit a putt on my putting green. Follow up on some emails. Going to meet up with Steve. We're going to go through some of the uh, office design stuff as well as pack the old golf bag because on Wednesday, I'm going to go to Bandon Dunes, which I'm very excited about not going to do any meetups on the next couple trips just because I'm taking some time off. I'm not doing any work in Bandon. Going to Big Cedar, Not doing any, I'm doing work there, but I'm not going to have time to do a meetup. So we're just going to go to Big Cedar and chill. I do promise though that RGC is going to come back in a real way. I'm going to get it taken care of so that we can go around the world and do this thing and have time to do it right. But Currently, RGC is a tough one for me because I want to do the meetups in your town and wherever. And go to hit us up on the website if you want to put your name in the hat. Um, but you know, I mean, for me to get out there, it's like it's like it's like uh, you know, we gotta we gotta buy the flights, you know, and who's someone's gonna pay for the flights? Uh, but we're working on making that all happen. So, um, anyway, mucho. Mucho gracias to all of y'all, especially if you did listen to the uh, Tiger topics throughout the last year, come and go on the pod, me getting totally real with you and being willing, 100% willing to be a hypocrite. I am willing. I will be that hypocrite. Watch. Tomorrow I'm going to say I'm not going to be, but then I will have proved myself right. So wonderful part about being a hypocrite is you can't be wrong. Take note, young ones. You can always be right if you're willing to be wrong. That could be the quote of my life um anyway, now, but seriously, on the tractor, the lawnmower, the car, the bus, the train, the plane, wherever you are, thank you for listening. thank you for uh thank you for your comments. Thanks for saying hi if we met at Augusta, I appreciate that. big thank you, you know um I appreciate it. It's a sign that my work means something. Because Lord knows I don't make a billion dollars, uh, you know, so uh, I don't do it for the money. I do it for the uh, greasy handshakes, because Lord knows all you dudes out there, you got greasy hands. And it's mostly from playing a lot of golf in the sun. Um, and uh, anyway, this is my ramble. I'm sorry. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great week. Congratulations, Tiger Woods. Uh, let's hope he wins the PGA and then just straight up has his real Grand Slam. I will be at the PGA, I will be at the US Open, and I will be at Portrush. I would love to go from never seeing Tiger win a major to win all four in one year, and some of them hopefully in person. Um, but, uh, but anyway, I really do appreciate all your support throughout all of it. And for, uh, you know, I don't know, just taking part in the game of golf and welcoming the newcomer. Rule one. Have a good week, everybody. Thank you.